Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, February 3rd. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Many people leaving prison in Missouri are eligible for Medicaid now that the state has expanded the public health insurance program. That could help them better adjust to life on the outside. When someone comes out, they need everything. <laughs> I mean, they, they will tell you they, they need everything and they need it now. We'll explore how Medicaid is helping people once they get out of prison in just a few minutes. Round two of a winter storm is hitting the St. Louis region today. Transportation officials are still advising people to stay off the roads as that storm system continues to blow through much of Missouri and Illinois. The Missouri State Highway Patrol responded to more than 200 calls yesterday by mid-afternoon. Trooper Logan Bolton says the call volume was manageable. I'd like to say that's a correlation with the uh, minimal traffic we've seen out on the roads which uh, we'd like to take the time to thank all of you who, who did your part and stayed home today and stayed off the road and made it a lot safer for everybody to work. A number of schools and businesses are closed today. Weather delays are also affecting the metro transit system. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker says the state is better off financially than when he first took office. The state is projected to end this fiscal year $1.7 billion in the green after also wrapping up last year with a surplus. Pritzker wants to spend some of that on temporary tax relief, including suspending the 1% grocery tax. With the price of milk and eggs and bread going up, pocketbooks are being pinched. We can afford to suspend the state tax on groceries in the coming year and have the state make up any lost revenue to local governments. Pritzker also wants to give property tax relief to roughly 2 million homeowners, plus suspend a planned increase of the state's gasoline tax. He outlined those goals yesterday during his annual budget address. A top Illinois Republican is skeptical of Pritzker's plan to set aside an extra half a billion dollars to pay down the state's staggering pension debt. That is also part of the governor's proposed $45 billion budget. Republican House Leader Jim Durkin says he's glad Pritzker is trying to reduce that debt, but he thinks $500 million is just a drop in the bucket. Before he says that we've solved our pension problems, we still are sitting at about $130 billion of unfunded liabilities. Our liabilities are not going to change significantly. They may be just a a tick better. Durkin wants to see structural reform to the state's pension system. Pritzker says the extra payment beyond what the state is required by law to pay could help save taxpayers nearly $2 billion in long-term interest on pension debt. A coalition committed to reducing vacant property in St. Louis is backing a bill moving through the Missouri House of Representatives. As St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, the St. Louis Vacancy Collaborative says a number of small legislative fixes could have a significant impact. St. Louis has a big vacancy problem. There are about 25,000 empty buildings and lots citywide. Dana Malkus with the Vacancy Collaborative helped draft the content of the new bill. The changes are a little technical, but they essentially modernize the process for what happens to buildings with delinquent taxes that go up for auction. The city is forced to take on many of them. But small fixes, such as making property titles clearer, could help developers buy more. Actually get them moving through the process so that we have more potential for buildings to be redeveloped rather than for them to continue to deteriorate and really be a liability. The House Committee on Local Government is scheduled to discuss the bill next week. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. 
The St. Louis Theater Circle has unveiled its nominations for the Best in Local Theater for 2020 and 2021. The Muni and the Rep are tied for the most at 27. A total of 21 professional theater companies received nods. The top nominated productions are the Muni's Chicago, Jersey Boys from Stages St. Louis, and St. Louis Shakespeare Festival's production of King Lear. The awards ceremony is in late March. We have a full list of the nominations at stlpr.org. Medicaid expansion has allowed more low-income Missourians to become eligible to receive public health insurance. That includes people leaving prison, who often go from basic health care behind bars to not having any on the outside. Sebastian Martinez Valdivia reports. In the lobby of the Reentry Opportunity Center in Columbia, soft R&B music provides a soothing soundtrack for the people passing through. Most of them are just starting the process of putting their lives together after being incarcerated. When someone comes out, they need everything. <laughs> I mean, they, they will tell you they, they need everything, and they need it now. Demarcus Thomas Brown is the program director at the ROC. The center looks to link its clients to the many resources they might need by creating what Thomas Brown calls warm handoffs, personal connections to local organizations. We're not just telling them, hey, if you go down to VAC on Wednesdays, you can get possibly get help, we're able to give the handoffs and say, hey, so-and-so is waiting for you. Thomas Brown says one of the biggest needs for people leaving incarceration is health care. While people can typically access basic health services while incarcerated, that goes away on the outside. If they were taking meds, whether it be for mental or even uh, stabilizing for recovery from a substance use disorder, How to get those meds now on the outside is a huge obstacle. Medicaid expansion offers a new option for many, as it opens eligibility up for most Missourians making less than $17,770 a year. But being eligible for Medicaid isn't the same as being enrolled in the program. More than 58,000 Missourians have enrolled in expanded Medicaid since the state started implementing the program in the fall. That's just over one-fifth of the estimated 275,000 Missourians newly eligible through expansion. The state has done little to promote the program, and that work has largely fallen to advocates and nonprofits. Concordance in St. Louis is one group connecting people leaving prison to Medicaid. Michelle Smith is the organization's president. Just being eligible uh, when you're a, um, an individual in prison doesn't mean you're going to take advantage of it. Smith says a Medicaid application takes on average 30 to 45 days to be processed, which can be a critical time period for those leaving incarceration. If they have some type of medication, when they're released from prison, they are only released with a 30-day supply. If you can't get Medicaid eligible or see a healthcare doctor, within those 30 days, prescriptions will lapse. Smith says Concordance starts filling out applications with its clients in the final days of their sentence in order to speed up the process. She says several have already successfully enrolled. And research has found a link between access to health care, mental health care in particular, and lower rates of reoffending. So if you look at the psychiatry literature, it clearly shows that certain types of crimes are correlated with certain health conditions. Erkman Aslim is an economics professor at Grand Valley State University in Michigan. Aslim was lead author on a recent study that found lower rates of recidivism in states that expanded Medicaid compared to those that didn't. 
Aslam says there was a pronounced effect on crimes correlated with mental health and addiction specifically. This supports our hypothesis that the policy is really effective in curbing recidivism associated with crimes that are most likely committed impulsively. Lower rates of recidivism, Aslam says, benefit individuals, but also society. Fewer people reoffending means fewer fiscal costs to imprison them, and also the direct costs to victims of crime. But seeing those benefits involves actually enrolling people who are eligible for Medicaid in the program. And Missouri still has a long way to go. I'm Sebastian Martinez Valdivia. Sebastian is a reporter at KBIA in Columbia. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.